together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 13, from verse 1 to verse 8. The author reminds us of certain things that are quite important to us. He asks us to continue to show brotherly and sisterly love towards each other. Never to neglect to show mercy and hospitality to those who are in need. And always to remember to be kind to each other. Those are important principles of our lives. I once read something, continue to be nice to people, not because they have been good to you, but because you are good to yourself. And I think that is, this is quite important because in life I've come to learn and to appreciate quite well that it is our character at the end of it all that speaks volume. And so we need to act out that which God has made us to be. And so you continue to be kind, to be merciful, to be loving, to be understanding, not because the world has been kind, merciful, understanding towards you, but rather because you have experienced the mercy, the love, and the kindness of God in your own life. And that for me is something absolutely amazing. There are a lot of issues and situations and circumstances in our lives that will demand that we become that which we are not. It will challenge us. People will be nasty. We will meet places where we are not loved. We are not appreciated. We are valued under or we are undervalued rather and there are things that happen sometimes in a human person that many people will react negatively towards those but some of us need to learn to rise above the situation the ability to treat with kindness those who are harsh to you speaks volume about your character. The ability to forgive those who seek to harm you speaks volume about your character. The ability to care and to love for those who speak ill and want to destroy you speaks volumes of you. And so the opening things that I think the author wants us to remember this morning is do not lose who you are. Do not allow the external factors to change whatever is going on in your life. Do not allow a temporary situation to change who you are. Do not allow a temporary situation to define you for the rest of your life. Do not allow a painful experience to steal away permanently the joy in your heart. We need to have the ability to rise above situations. We need to have the ability to learn to trust in the mercy of God. We need to learn to experience the love that God has shown into the world and give that back into the world itself. That's the first thing that I think is quite interesting for me. The second thing that I also find quite interesting, it is in verse 5. 
In verse 5, the Lord says something absolutely amazing. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Keep your life free from the love of money. My dear brothers and sisters, there's nothing wrong with loving money. But there's everything wrong with becoming a slave of the love of money. Money is not an end in itself. Money is a commodity. It is something that we use in order to achieve a lot in life. Money is a means. But it becomes dangerous when I live for money. When everything you and I do is about money. That's dangerous. Because I've seen people wrecking their marriages because of money. I've seen people destroying their lives because of money. And so they've forgotten who they are in pursuit of money. And they get the money, but they are never really, really happy. And so the author asks us of something of great importance. And he says to us, do not become a slave of the love of money. Be content. I like that word. Be content. Have enough. Am I content in myself? Am I content in my spirit? Am I at peace within my being? And we need that great gift, dear brothers and sisters. The gift, the awareness of being content. I don't have everything that I want. I have what I need. And there's still so much that I would like to acquire, but I don't have it. But I'm quite content with what I have. And sometimes you see this in families. That we've got our children, we've got our family, we've got our husbands, we've got our wives. And we are not at peace. We are not content. We want more than what God has given us. And the danger with that is that it is easily misunderstood as being defiant to that which God has given us. Do I appreciate people in my life? Those whom the Lord has allowed to come into my space, do I appreciate them? Do I value them as part of those who journey with me in this life? Do I value their contribution into my spiritual growth? Do I value their accompanying me into this road of life? Contentment has also to do with the ability to accept and to appreciate all that I am and all that I have. And so the Lord teaches us, or reminds us rather, of the gift of contentment. To know what you have and to celebrate that which you have. The second, the third thing rather that he also speaks and it speaks to me is the promise he makes. I will never fail you nor forsake you. I will never fail you. That's what God says. I will be with you through it all. You know, brothers and sisters, sometimes we go through terrible experiences. 
Sometimes we have bad days, bad weeks, bad months sometimes. Others even bad years. But he says, I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. I will never fail you. That I love. Sometimes you can feel that you are all alone, but he promises to be with you. And I've seen this in my own life. I do not know how many battles the Lord has fought on my behalf. I do not know how often the Lord has protected me from things that could have harmed me. I was not even aware of them. From the things that sought to destroy my life and the Lord prevented them. The Lord fought them. The Lord saved my life. And so when he says, I will not fail you, I believe that. And so let's find comfort. Let's find consolation that the Lord is truthful to his word. Yes, things may not be as perfect as I want them to be. Things may not be as great in our marriage as I want them to be. Things may not be as wonderful with our kids as I would want them to be. But God will see us through it. And as we grow older in life, it is not always about the winning but it is about the journey. The beauty of the marathon lies not always in the finishing line. It lies during the race itself. The ability to learn and to meet great men and great women, to struggle through life, to struggle through the race, and to have someone journey running with you, supporting you, and being that for someone else. And so let's find comfort that it is not all lost, that God will see us through it all. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.